Welcome to an experience far from others. An audio medium unlike anything you've ever heard before. The pinnacle of sound experience. Jacked and canned. Featuring John Tessman and Colby Tyler. A place where you will get the information you crave and hear about the topics that you love. Presented by themselves. Coming to you from the basement, bar, and the bedroom. Sponsored by no one. Jack and Cam. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the first Jacked and Canned that is somewhat your NFL experience version of Jacked and Canned. These will end up being shorter episodes that are something that's just here to promote the NFL season. What I'm going to do to break this down for you, I'm going to give you my top 10 as far as power rankings go. I rank all 32 teams, but I'm not going to sit here and talk to you about all 32 teams because that's not the kind of time frame we're looking to bore you with. Top 10, you guys are going to be psyched on. So we're going to go through that. I'm going to go through my picks last week and how they landed, and we're going to give you the picks to come for this next week, which this week will be week two. And Colbs, of course, seeing that this is a football-based episode, I immediately have to jump on you for Gardner Menchu. Okay, I know I already did, but I have to just throw it out there. Dwayne Haskins Jr. Okay, anyways, that's my football take. Colbs, let's freaking jump into it, man. No, they, what do you got? They absolutely shot me double middle fingers this week. I mean, they could not have played any better than they did and done what they did because I really just didn't think that that was capable of something that they were able to do. But point being is now we're into week two. Week one is kind of a garbage week, and I've always said this. Granted, I know that nobody really has necessarily any kind of basis upon this. So you're going to look at what I did last week and probably be disappointed in me, but we're going to get into that in a few minutes. We're going to start with the power rankings. So with the power rankings here, this is essentially my top 10 teams for where we stand currently in the NFL. And we're going to start at number 10 with the Pittsburgh Steelers coming in at one and oh, now the Pittsburgh Steelers, I actually had it 16th in the preseason power rankings, but They showed me, oh, they might be legitimately decent. And I thought that Pittsburgh was going to be a team that you were going to see kind of flail out there. You were going to realize that Big Ben is just too old. He can't really keep up the same competitive nature that he has in the past. And that it was going to be a kind of a flop of a team. But Pittsburgh showed this week they still have a little bit of something to them. And I got a feeling that we might see them be a little bit better than I had them originally projected for this season. Granted, I don't jump too hard on week one, but they did show me something. At number nine, I got the Los Angeles Rams. They have a good roster and they beat a good team in your Dallas Cowboys. Granted, I don't still think that the Rams are one of these teams that's going to be out there dominating the league. But they did show me that they can compete. They can still compete with the better teams of the league, and they're going to be something to be reckoned with. Even without the run game that they had with Todd Gurley, although I guess, granted, Todd Gurley really hadn't been effective for him last year, so it's not too different from the way that they had already been formatted. Number eight, I got the Houston Texans. I know they lost week one, but they did lose to Kansas City. I mean, okay. (laughs) what, What do you want? Do you want them to go and pull the upset for them to not be a top 10 team? No, the Houston Texans are a very good football team. 
I still have a lot of faith in them. They're not as good as some of these very top tier teams, but they are a very good team. And I don't think that you're going to be looking at them in eight or nine weeks going, oh, wow, that's a garbage pick to have at a number eight seed. Now, I've got the Minnesota Vikings at number seven. Again, they lost week one. They lost to Green Bay, who's a very good team. Now, Minnesota has a phenomenal roster. And I think that Minnesota is going to be one of those teams that pulls it together. And granted, they play Green Bay week one. Yeah, that, it's understandable that you lose. So they're going to come out there. They're actually, you know, I'm not going to say anything yet, but they might be one of the picks this week because they're going to be coming out there angry. They're going to be ready to go. And they got a team that's not as good as them. Number six, we got the San Francisco 49ers. So this is now three straight teams that lost in week one. But here's the deal. The Niners are a good team. And they lost to a team they actually struggled with twice last year. I'm not shocked that they lost this game, and it doesn't make me think that the Niners are not one of the better teams in the NFL. This just means that they had a problem in week one against a team that they struggled with twice last year. They're going to be coming back, and they're going to be doing just fine. And I wouldn't be shocked if you're looking at like a 7-3 and three or an 8-2 and two team come 10 games into the season. At number five, John, my Seahawks. They looked they looked good, buddy. Oh, my God, the Seahawks looked good. I'm really excited about it. They have come out, and I think they took my advice that isn't even out there yet, so there's no way they could have gotten their hands on it. But I told them they need to run more going forward, and they came out and said, we're going to run more next week. They passed a lot because Atlanta doesn't necessarily have a pass defense, and that's why Seattle for the most part, went and played the game that they played where the game plan was just throw the ball, throw the ball, throw the ball. They're going to keep running the ball more and more often as the season wears along. They got to keep Russell Wilson healthy. He did get crushed three times last week. But Seattle's off to a very hot start. They look like one of the best teams in the league. I don't think they're one of the best teams in the league, but they are just a tier down. Seattle at number five. We got Green Bay coming in at number four. Now, Green Bay was the team that beat Minnesota. Green Bay is a very solid team, good roster, and they've got Aaron Rodgers. They don't necessarily have the weapons beyond Devontae Adams that are going to be able to propel them to being at that Super Bowl level, but only a few teams have that. Literally, I only have the three teams above them being these kind of teams. So Green Bay at number four. Number three is where we really start the Super Bowl contenders as far as I'm concerned. We got the New Orleans Saints. Now they got Tom Brady in the box in week one, which I kind of figured was going to go about the way that it did because the Saints are a really good roster, and that was Tom Brady's first game in Tampa. Michael Thomas, man. Michael Thomas impacted. Does, does that change anything for you? It, to an extent, but the Saints are a very good team. They're a very good roster, and they were able to – just handle the box. I think going forward, they're going to be fine. And I've heard that Michael Thomas is still going to be around at some point. Well, here's the, here's the thing too. I mean, I know Michael Thomas is out, but you know, maybe this will make uh, your decision a little bit easier to bump up the saints to number one for you next week is Des Bryant looks to be coming out of retirement and maybe he's going to be a saint. So Colbs, I think that'll be the final push. You know, I got to get you. You know I got to get you anyways, man. Continue on. <laughs> yeah, Des Bryant's not changing my mind. I'm sorry, bud. <laughs> That's awesome. 
Um, Number two, we got the Baltimore Ravens. They look like one of the best teams in football, absolutely, and they very well might be. I don't want to sit here and say that they're absolutely number two and that they're not number one, but at the same time, I just can't put them above the Chiefs. So, I mean, we'll also just give it away here. The Chiefs are number one for all those who were shocked that that was going to be what I said. The Chiefs and the Ravens look better than everybody else in the league right now, and I feel that they will look that way all the way throughout the season. I wouldn't be shocked if they hold these one and two spots for, we'll just say 13 of these 16 weeks. They are that kind of good. I don't see that going a different direction. John, anything on my power rankings? Anybody that you feel like I missed? Uh, I don't I don't think you really missed anybody. I would just say the Cowboys would be uh, number one. <laughs> That's pretty much the only thing that I would really change with your list other than that. Well, man. John, what I'll tell you is that uh, is that the Cowboys were number 11, so they're right outside of this. I do have the Cowboys just outside of this top 10. So a good week two performance might throw them in there. So something to keep in mind, something to drive you. So we're going to go over like last it. week's picks. Last week... Here's the way I'm going to break it down. Every week that I give you what I did the week before, there's three things I keep track of. My winners and losers, which is just me outright picking who's going to win the game. The spread, which is what I'm giving you guys when I'm giving you my five picks of the week. That's the spread. And then the over-unders. So picking straight winners of last week, I went 11-5. and I actually did pretty good for a week one as far as just picking the winners of the games goes. Now, the over-unders, I did 10 and 6. I actually kind of nailed the over-unders as far as how I normally do in a week one setting. The place where we struggled was the spread. I went 6 and 10. Granted, that's normally about what I do on week one because week one's a very strange week in the NFL season. You're not 100% sure what you're getting. And you could get pretty much any sort of uh, just random curveball thrown at you. It's not something that you're going to always come away with and say, ah, that was what worked. No, not in week one. At no point is there a formula to week one. You're essentially guessing. So I'm not too disappointed with it. The part where I'm disappointed is out of the picks that I gave you guys last week, we went one and four. We ended up with, I I took Houston to just cover the spread. Kansas City come out and demolished them. I took the Chargers because I thought they would just crush Joe Burrow and the Bengals, and they lost by half a point on the spread. Though The one win was Seattle. I gave you guys my own team, and they pulled it off. I had Denver and a pick them, and granted, I wish I would have just waited till Sunday, and we could have just like published an episode super quick because the spread moved to minus two for Tennessee, and it ended up being a two-point game, so I could have at least had a tie. <laughs> but it, it was a, oh God, it was a bad week, but it's week one. I'm not worried about it. We're going to keep moving forward here, and we're going to dive right into week two. So week two, John, I've got my five games here. First off... What do you got? I got the Rams at the uh, the Eagles. I almost said the Phillies. I don't know why I was just about to point out the baseball team. So I got the Rams at the Phil Rams at the Eagles, <laughs> <laughs> and I've got the Rams minus one. I just think that the Rams are a significantly better team than the Eagles at this point. The Eagles win, lost to Washington, which, as you know, is a team that I have no faith in. And although there were teams that the the, the two teams I had going three and thirteen both won Week One. So they both, again, threw double middle fingers at me. 
But I see the Rams coming out here and having their way with the Eagles. We're going to put it that way. I've got my second game for this week. We got Minnesota at Indianapolis. It's Indy minus three, but Indy lost week one, Minnesota lost week one out of the two teams. One of these teams needs to win. Minnesota is by far the better team. You got to keep in mind, there's no crowd involvement. This isn't something where the RCA Dome is going to be going nuts and Indy's going to have a crowd advantage. No, this is just two teams playing a game at the RCA Dome. Minnesota's the better team and also a Dome team. On top of that, they just have a significantly better roster. Kirk Cousins at this point, I think, is better than Phillip Rivers, as much as I hate to say that because those words coming out of my mouth actually hurt me. But I got the uh, I got the Vikings coming out here and really wrecking the Colts' lives. Now, for game three, we're going against Atlanta again. We got Atlanta at Dallas, and I see Dallas taking this game. They're minus four and a half. Now, it's a little bit of a bigger spread than I would normally like to pick with one of my games. I like the really close spreads, but I like Dallas here. They're going to be home. There we the stadium's going to be rocking whether there's fans or not. You got the Jerry atmosphere in there. It's intimidating to go to Dallas. And on top of it, yeah, baby, Dallas has a significantly better roster than Atlanta does. Atlanta's got a better quarterback than Dallas does, but that's about all they have better than Dallas does. I just don't see where Atlanta wins this game. So I got the Cowboys starting off 2-0 and here. They're going to take this game minus 4.5. We got Detroit going to Green Bay. Green Bay is minus 6, and I know I just said that I don't like the big spreads. I like Green Bay here. Detroit just waft a game against Chicago. John, I don't know if you saw any of the highlights, but the Detroit-Chicago game was a mess, man. Detroit had that game made. They had a pass dropped in the end zone that would have won the game. Like They they look like they're just going to be a mess all season. I got a feeling. I love Stafford. Yeah, I love Stafford, too. I love Matt Stafford, Matt Stafford is somebody that I have faith in. I don't have faith in any of the guys that he's working with, although I do like his two receivers in Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay, but I don't like anybody else that's on that roster, and I just don't have faith that they have any semblance of winning personality in that locker room beyond just Matt Stafford himself. I got Green Bay coming out there, kind of wiping the floor with them. Green Bay looked great in week one. And I know that I always say week one's not really what you're going to be. But at the same time, Green Bay looks like they're here to stomp on people this year. So I it might be time finally for Rodgers. I always feel bad for him every year. Yeah, I kind of do too. Our fifth game, John, our last game that we're giving out here, San Francisco at the Jets. We got the 49ers minus seven. I got the Niners. And here's the deal. So the Niners dropped week one against Arizona. That team is going to come out there full press, blitzing every time they can. They're going to be making Sam Darnold's life a living hell. There's going to be three hours of Sam Darnold just being dropped by that great defensive line they have in that pass rush. They also just have that offense that chips away at you. They're not a big play offense, but they're the kind of offense that will just drive you insane as a defense because you just can't stop them from getting six yards right just now. They're just going to tear them apart slowly, and I'm looking at like a 28-6 to kind of game. So I got the uh, the Giants. Why am I doing that? I keep making a baseball team. No, I 
I, I got the because you're you're scared to you're scared to mention the Jets because of Jacoby Darandini. You're scared that he's going to hack into the show. John again. has nothing to do with that. It's I'm talking about San Francisco. I'm talking about the 49ers. I made them the San Francisco Giants, the baseball team. I just did that for the second time. <laughs> yeah, for the Phillies though too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I did the Phillies and the Giants for some reason. I guess we got baseball teams playing this week. I'm just. I'm just saying, I don't know if you're scared of Darren Deeney jumping in on the show, but he, I can assure you he's not jumping in on this episode. No, Jacoby Darren Deeney, I don't understand what he keeps doing coming into our show or how he's being let onto the show. I don't know how he's just breaching our security system. He's like getting in here and just formulating his own opinions about things. We have to bleep everything he says. He's garbage. I don't want him on the show, but he keeps coming back. Point being, Heck yeah. John, those are the picks for the week. That's the power rankings. That's the picks from last week. We started off slow, one and four. We're going to come back here this week. I got a good feeling that we are we might not get back to even, but we're going to get real close. And maybe week three, we actually get ourselves in the plus range. Normally, it takes me till about week eight. So if we can knock it down here this soon, we have a real shot at it. Let's uh, Let's go ahead and cut this episode, bud. Let's get it out there. That's football, baby. All right. There we go. And guys, don't forget about the giveaway. Go on Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts, leave us a review, and then send us an email to jackandcanned at gmail.com. We're giving away two little toilet bowl shot glasses (laughs) to one lucky person that leaves a review. Now, you have to leave a review, like I said, and then email jackandcanned at gmail.com to send a screenshot or just let us know, hey, uh, left a review. Here's the username. So then we could put you in a pool and uh, go ahead and do like a little randomized winner. And uh, we'll go through at the end of the month and pick somebody and uh, kind of kick off the fall time and get going. A little toilet bowl shot glass. I kind of like it. With that said, Colbs, man, we're going to go ahead. We're going to wrap up the episode. Thank you so much, guys. Peace out. This was Jacked and Canned. Tune in to new episodes on iTunes and check out what the boys are getting themselves into on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Jacked and Can. Presented by No One.